This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. You're listening to Radio Hawke's Bay on 104.7 FM, 1431 AM, streaming on the web, www.radiohawksbay.org.nz. And it's my pleasure once again to be in the garden of Hawke's Bay's most glamorous gardener, Megan Williams. How you going, Megan? Good. How are you doing? Oh, I can't complain a little bit if I'm talking to you. I was looking in my veggie garden last night, and boy, since we last spoke, my spuds, or above ground, have just gone mental. Amazing. Great. Now, make sure that you... Um, bring that soil up, make them into a mound because all they won't produce potatoes up on top of the ground. They no. only produce potatoes in the part of them that are underground. So you've got to build that up. If you haven't put them in a trench, you've got to build it up and up and up. The more you build it up, the more potatoes you'll get because the more they, they can feed off that. Because what happens is the stem of the potato plant just puts out little bits into the soil, but it won't put it out if there's no soil there to put it into. So make exactly. sure you build them up. Now, what I've been doing with, I've had a few potatoes that were just sort of sitting there in my two inches of dirt, and then they have sort of start to take off. So I've been filling the, the containers with, with the soil, with the compost, and so hopefully they'll build right up to the top of the bucket. And I will, when they um, go to flower and go to, go, you know, dry off, I'll have a bucket of potatoes. So Yum. I'm still working on those constantly. I've also put some carrot seed into a bucket on the veranda and put an old shower cap on the top to try and keep the moisture in, and once they germinate, I'll take that off. I think I told you about that last week. Now, I've been also um, putting... I've had, I put basil in um, my seed trays in the glasshouse. It's now ready to plant out into containers, which I've been doing. Of course, basil's fantastic to have over the summer months because you can just wrap it onto a pizza or put it into salads, and it just gives everything a lovely flavour. I've also been, I bought some petunias. I've been putting those into hanging baskets and putting them in my, in between my roses in my rose garden and they'll make a lovely show come Christmas. Um, I've been planting out the broccoli from the, uh, glass house that, um, uh, veg, getting my vegetable garden weeders and putting the broccoli in, but having to take particular care to put my anti slug, uh, bait down, the blitzen. Yep. Otherwise the, um, slugs will just have a field day, especially if they're nicely watered. Um, I've, uh, also, it's time to put a row of parsnips in. All my parsnips, I've got masses of parsnips in the garden that are all going to seed, so they need to be pulled, otherwise they'll go to wood. You know, the centre of the parsnip turns to wood yep. this time of the year because of the heat. And so you're better to pull them all up and put another start again. I've got my own self, you know, the seed that I've got from my parsnips that have gone to seed, and then I just put another row in, and they will just chug along till about next time, this time next year, when I'll, I'll have another a supply of parsnips. So, Perfect. pretty busy time. I've been drying my roses. The roses are looking absolutely beautiful. I get such a lot of pleasure of them. And I've been making these um, dried wreaths for um, the Bayview Market, which is not this Saturday, but the following, but next Saturday. And I've been drying the roses. I've had a whole clothesline full of roses in the sunshine, upside down, hanging on the roseline, on um, the clothesline. So I'm hoping that they will work. And I've been doing some arrangements at the base of these um, vine wreaths. So that's a bit of fun. Um, now, also the hydrangeas are just starting to come right and just coming, starting to go into flower. And remember, with your hydrangeas, don't pick them until you've got at least one of the centre of the little flowers open so as you can see the stamen because if you pick them before then they will flag but once they've um, matured enough to have um, the stamen exposed and just one just needs to be one of yep. those little florets 
and then you can pick them and they will last in the vase. So, yes, what else am I doing? I'm having pleasure from my lilies and, and flower, but I'm having to stake them. Also, um, the beans, I'm having to stake the beans as they come up, and the cucumber, and the... Um, I always put a frame around my zucchinis because I find that the plants, as they grow up and up and up and produce zucchinis and I'm picking them, they tend to topple. So I always put a frame around my zucchinis which to, to help them. Okay, now I decided on a recipe today that I'd noticed in the supermarket avocados are quite reasonable because they had a bit of a glut, um, you know, sort of six months ago where they were sort of, because avocados are amazing, they will last and last and last on the tree. But I, because the trees are now in flower and are starting to sort of get the next year, the obviously the um, commercial growers have taken their, the ones that are on the tree off and so there's a bit of a glut in the market and they, they've got... I've, seen them in the supermarket quite reasonably priced so I thought that's a good nourishing meal because avocados are full of goodness it's a good nourishing um, meal so I looked up avocados and I've got a nice quick and easy avocado pasta recipe here um, 8 ounces of dried pasta you can use any sort of pasta you want spaghetti or um, vermicelli or macaroni whatever you like um, so about eight ounces and a medium tomato, which won't be so cheap. Um, but what I've with my tomatoes, I always when they are cheap, I put them in um, ice cream containers in the freezer, and so you just pull one of those out. And if you put, you just put it into a container, pour hot water on it, and within seconds you can just zap the skin off. It's the secret of taking the skin off tomatoes, which is really really easy. You just hold it, and then the skin just falls off if it's frozen. So um, the pasta, one medium. Tomato, one green onion, which is sort of like the brown onions. I don't know that they I've never seen them green, but you know, brown onion yep. as opposed to a red one. A large ripe avocado, a quarter of a teaspoon of finely grated garlic, and the juice of a quarter of a lemon, and salt and pepper to taste. Now you bring the, the a pot of salted water to boil and cook the pasta according to the package directions. Um, one cooked served half a cup of hot pasta water. Then when you're draining it off, you keep about half a cup of the hot water, um, so you don't. T- of all the water down when you drain the pasta. You mash the avocado in a large bowl and you stir in the garlic, the lemon juice, and then the season with salt and pepper. Now, the importance of lemon juice is it stops the avocado going brown. Now, you stir in the, uh, a quarter, so it's half of what you've taken, a quarter of the cup of the reserved pasta water, and you add the pasta, tomatoes, and the green onions, then toss it into um, a sauce until a sauce coats all the pasta. And if the sauce is a bit too thick, then add a little more of the pasta water and serve. And that's it. So easy peasy. Sounds easy peasy. And yummy too. Yep, absolutely. Now, you could put a bit of your basil, if you've got basil, a bit of, you know, a bit of savour. But I see that they've called it green onion. Um, you could use other brown onion, or you could use spring onion. Yum. Good on Megan. As always, my pleasure. Look after yourself. Talk to you next week. Don't forget the robin. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.